Karen is the proven expert in addiction treatment. A recent independent study showed that 94% of Karen patients were still in recovery 90 days post-treatment. Visit CARON.org slash real. Karen, real results, real care, real about recovery. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Addicts podcast. My name is Mung Sung, and unfortunately, my co-host, Los is unavailable for a brief period of time due to a conflict with his real job, saving some lives out there. Uh, so I'm going to be finishing out a few episodes of our Quick Snap series uh, solo here. So today on this episode, we are going to discuss the New England Patriots. Uh, and whenever we talk about the Patriots, we always have to, just absolutely have to start with the man in Boston, Tom Brady. So uh, we are actually recording this before we have heard a verdict from the judge on the Deflategate case. So I'm going to discuss real quick both scenarios, um, whether you know the four-game suspension is going to stand uh, and if it gets either reduced to two games or taken out altogether. So right now I have Tom Brady as my quarterback 13. Um, I am right around in the range of Sam Bradford, Teddy Bridgewater, and Cam Newton. And honestly, uh, you know, even with the four-game suspension, we saw last year that even after a very slow, terrible start, uh, Tom Brady was actually, you know, a low-end QB1 um, through the rest of the games, and he definitely had some very good games. Uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of questions about his receiving core right now. Uh, you know, Brand LaFell has yet to practice. He got off-season surgery. Uh, we don't really know what's going on with Julian Edelman either. Um, you know, all these guys have yet to really do anything in the preseason or in camp, and that is a little nervous um, for me in terms of Brady's fantasy value. Uh, but luckily for him, the most important playmaker that he has, Rob Gronkowski, is healthy. And for me, that is what Tom Brady's value um, is tied to the most closely. Uh, you know, looking at his in and out of game splits with Rob Gronkowski in there, um, when Rob Gronkowski is out, Tom Brady is definitely not a starting fantasy quarterback. But when Gronk is there, you know, despite whatever other receiving deficiencies they might have, Brady is at the very least uh, as, a, as a consideration for a low-end QB1. And obviously, if the suspension does get reduced or lifted altogether... Um, I'm not going to bump Brady up too much. I still really like Romo, Rivers, and Bradford, uh, the three guys that I have just in front of him. Um, but I would bump Brady up maybe one spot just because of Bradford's injury issues. Um, but again, Brady, low-end QB1, I, would, I wouldn't uh, be too worried if I could grab him in, say, round 10 or 11. So let's talk about uh, the most important receiving weapon in New England, uh, the Gronk. So I really don't think I need to spend too much time here. Um, if you don't know who Rob Gronkowski is at this point, uh, you probably need to revisit some fantasy basics. Um, for me, uh, the only discussion really is his ADP. And right now he is going right around the end of the first round, uh, sometimes dropping to, you know, the early second. Um, personally, in, especially in PPR leagues, I wouldn't fault you if you wanted to take him as high as, you know, the fifth overall pick. Um, I think there are a few stud running backs that I would rather have over him. Uh, but honestly, I don't think it'd be crazy to take him, you know, in the early first round. Uh, definitely, you know, he's a lock, assuming health. Um, 
to get a thousand yards, uh, probably double digit touchdowns. I have him as, as does every sane person on the planet as the tight end one in his own tier. Um, and as far as the injury prone tag goes, I don't personally buy into that. Um, I think that every player is, you know, you know, prone to freak injuries. There are certainly a few players, um, you know, Danny Amendola comes to mind, Julius Thomas, um, who always seem to miss time. But personally, I don't think that those types of injuries are really predictable unless a player has, you know, had a same recurring injury. We have to remember that Gronk has had different types of injuries throughout his career, whether it's back, arm, um, ACL, but he doesn't have, you know, one nagging hamstring or ankle injuries like, you know, a Darren McFadden type. For me, he's a safe, uh, he's as safe of a pick as you can get in the first round. Um, I'm all for it. As far as Scott Chandler goes behind him, I think that he's undraftable unless Gronk gets hurt. He's nothing more than a handcuff to me. I don't see them playing too many uh, two tight end sets. Uh, we'll see what happens if their you know, receivers uh, remain injured through the start of the season. They may try to run the ball more at that point. But as of right now, Scott Chandler's outside of my top 15 tight ends. So speaking of their other receiving options, let's talk about the wide receivers. Um, Julian Edelman has been a very reliable receiver, particularly in PPR. Um, he is that check down guy that Tom Brady goes to. Uh, the problem is this mysterious injury. We really don't know a whole lot about it. So all we know is that he has yet to really play. Um, I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, you know, it's very like Bill Belichick to give us absolutely nothing to go on. So there's no point to even really speculating what this injury might be. And for me, it is a little bit uh, of a concern because regardless of what is said or not said to the media, um, the fact remains that he hasn't practiced or played in a game. Uh, so for me, I've bumped him down to the late twenties. Um, until we see something from the Patriots. I have him right around uh, 28 or 29, right around guys like John Brown and Allen Robinson, right around the range where there's going to be questions about all these guys. Um, the other concern is with Brandon LaFell. Um, you know, he was in a walking boot up until very recently. Uh, as, as with uh, Julian Edelman, he has yet to do anything this preseason. Um, and that really concerns me. I have him down all the way to wide receiver 44. I have him right behind guys like Ty Montgomery, um, Michael Floyd, guys who just either aren't uh, surefire starters yet or, you know, are returning from injury. I just don't know how we can really trust Brandon LaFell uh, when he's only done it for one year with Brady and he just, you know, we haven't seen him on the field yet this year. Um, speaking of other guys we haven't seen yet in, you know, play for the Patriots, let's talk about Reggie Wayne. Uh, he was recently signed. Um, I've heard a lot of reactions from fantasy experts on Twitter and, you know, in articles to disregard Reggie Wayne. And I actually disagree with that. I think that, you know, there's a small chance, not a huge chance, but a possibility that both Julian Edelman and Brandon LaFell missed the first few games. Um, you know, we'll see what happens, but in that scenario, I don't know that they can really trust Aaron Dobson. Um, you know, he's been constantly hurt. 
uh, I think that Reggie Wayne has a decent chance to become the wide receiver one um, in the event of Edelman and LaFell both being unable to play. Uh, you know, other guys on their roster right now, Amendola, he's constantly hurt. He'll be a good checkdown option. But I think that Reggie Wayne could be uh, the X receiver in that offense. Uh, you know, there's at least, I would say, a 15% chance of that come week one. Um, if that happens, I bump him up to, you know, a low 30s, you know, a wide receiver three, wide receiver four type. Um, I think that he's got that upside because even though he slowed down considerably last year, he was actually playing through, um, you know, a shoulder injury. Uh, you know, he said after the season was over that it had been, excuse me, it had, it had been bothering him since the start of last season. Um, and also you have to remember that Reggie Wayne was coming back from an ACL tear in 2013 and that, you know, being older, sometimes these guys don't recover as quickly you know, as Adrian Peterson did from his ACL tear. And I think that there's a chance that Reggie Wayne isn't done yet, um, even at the ripe old age of 36. Um, Danny Amendola, he's a guy to watch in deeper leagues for sure, uh, for shallower leagues. Um, I don't know that you really need to worry about him. And if anything, I think that if the passing game does become a little bit stagnant, Bill Belichick is great at adapting on the fly. Um, and that's part of the reason it's so hard to play Patriots players in fantasy sometimes because Belichick does like to adapt to game flow um, and really target um, the opposing team's weaknesses. Uh, the problem with the running backs right now is that he loves his full-blown committees. Um, we've seen Jonas Gray get snaps with the first-team offense. Um, LeGarrette Blunt is suspended for the first game. Uh, if Jonas Gray does have a big game against the Steelers... You know, that uh, starting running back job, first and second downs, could be in question. I don't know that, um, I, I mean, Bill Belichick has always liked LeGarrette Blunt. We saw him uh, bring him back last season, mid-season, uh, from, you know, after the Pitt Pittsburgh Steelers released Blunt. And I've been seeing LeGarrette Blunt go in, you know, round six, round seven sometimes, and I just don't know how you can really afford to take that chance um, even if he is, you know, quote unquote, the starting running back for the Patriots, what percentage of carries is he going to see, um, if at all? Uh, I just think that the Patriots running back core is so, so con confusing that uh, you can never really trust them. Um, as for the quote unquote Shane Vereen third down role, now that Vereen is with the New York Giants, um, it seems that there's been some hype recently about Deion Lewis. Uh, we haven't really seen James White get many carries, or excuse me, get much uh, snaps even uh, in the last uh, preseason game that they played. Um, Travaris Cadet, uh, Brandon Bolden, more of a special teams guy, but certainly a very capable running back. Um, I think that right now I'm just avoiding all New England Patriots running backs. Um, that is my stratagem. Uh, it has been for many years, but particularly for this season, I think that there's just way, way too much risk right now to touch any of these guys. I think, you know, put them all on your watch list, on your waiver wire speed dial, and keep an eye on who may be winning the first and second down uh, job, and then who's, you know, winning that third down role for PPR leagues. Uh, but right now, I, I wouldn't really waste a, excuse me, waste a roster spot on any of these guys. 
Um, New England Patriots defense, avoid, avoid, avoid. I think that, you know, losing Revis and Browner, that's a huge blow for them. Uh, I just don't think that you really want to take a chance on them. They're outside my top 10 right now. Um, the one last guy, Steven Goskowski, he's always been a super reliable fantasy kicker. Uh, I still have him as a top three option. I think he'll be just fine. If anything, uh, the Patriots may be scoring fewer touchdowns than they have in past years and, you know, kicking a few more field goals. And Goskowski's always been very accurate and they gave him a big contract. Uh, I think he'll be fine as a kicker. And as always, thank you for listening. We always appreciate you taking the time. Uh, if you have any questions, you can reach us on Twitter. I am at FFA underscore Mung. That's M-E-N-G. And you can reach my co-host, Los, at FFA underscore Los, L-O-S. And you can reach our fantastic producer, Dan, at FFA underscore Dan. It's a fantasy world, and we're all just addicts in it. Thanks, guys.